Good morning, everyone out there in the internet world, and welcome to Mike's Morning Commute. And as you probably guessed by that little intro done by yours truly, it is again another day in the week of Star Wars. Now, what are we going to talk about today in the world of Star Wars? Well, if you recall from our Monday podcast, we talk about the... uh, the differences of the Sith versus the Jedi, and I think, I'm pretty sure I came out on the side of the Sith, yeah. Yeah, I think the Sith are kind of more powerful, kind of cooler, but, uh, alas. But today, I kind of want to talk about the different factions in the Star Wars universe. If we're talking about the prequels... We are talking about the Republic versus the Separatists. If we're talking about the original trilogy, we are talking about the Empire versus the Rebellion. And the latest Star Wars movies have the Resistance going up against the First Order. So, where to begin? Well, let's, uh, again, let's go a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And we'll uh, we'll start out on a on a planet called Naboo, <clears throat> which uh, which kind of sparks this uh, this sort of conflict. There is a uh, there's a, a youthful senator by the name of Palpatine, who uh, who represents the good people of Naboo, and. Well, hindsight being 2020, we know Palpatine to be the devious Sith Lord Sidious. And he hatches an entire plan that over the course of it doesn't seem like it's that many years, maybe maybe 10, 10, maybe 15 years, uh sees himself not only in power but becoming the emperor of a democratic republic, which that's that's not bad. I mean, the, the as 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 far as goals go, you know, that's kind of one of those pie in the sky ones. But he makes it happen. He makes it happen with some key decisions that he ends up orchestrating. But throughout these uh, these. Uh, periods of Star Wars history, there's conflict. There's always conflict. And it starts with, well, at least in the movies, um, if we're going extended universe, there's there's conflict throughout the millions and millions of, or hundreds of thousands of years in the, uh, in the Star Wars mythos. Um, but, uh, but if we're talking about uh, the movies... The first conflict we see is, or the first major conflict we see is the Clone Wars. And so at that point, I I think that's one of the most even conflicts in the, the Star Wars movies. Because you have two uh, essentially separate governments. So you have multiple, multiple systems. Um 
providing funds for these armies, whether it's the clone army backed by the Republic or the droid army backed by the Separatists. And you're, you're sitting there and, you know, these are just massive armies. They're, it's, the Clone Wars is a war of attrition. Just let's, you know, we got the war machines going, we're building up uh, arsenals, uh, strategic worlds are being taken over, massive land battles, huge space battles, um, all funded by multiple, multiple systems on each side. And as far as wars go, it's it, it's a war on a grand scale. Uh, entire systems are decimated that are caught in between the the Republic and the Sith. Like Kashyyyk, uh, throughout the Clone Wars, Kashyyyk is a major, major uh, uh, player. And the Wookiees are just, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a proud warrior race, but... <coughs> Excuse me, getting over cold. Um, but by the end of the Clone Wars, uh, Kashyyyk is devastated. It's worn torn. It's war torn. Um, and by the time you know Palpatine issues Order sixty six, the the Wookies are enslaved, and they become an endangered species. And you see this throughout the many different systems. Um, that the uh, the Clone Wars touched. Um, and now some could say that that's you, you know just the product of the Republic turning into the Empire and uh, you know having more of an iron fist. But even if the Droid and the Republic armies were were backed by essentially the same guy, I mean Sidious was orchestrating the entire ordeal. But, um, you know, Dooku was kind of doing his own stuff, and then Grievous would do his own stuff, too. Uh, you, you got to admit, it was essentially a war of attrition. Just, you know, throw money, men, and as many guns into it as you can, and see who comes out on top. Uh, but again, you know, all orchestrated by Sidious, and it turned out exactly the way he wanted it to. Now... Fast forward to the Imperial era, and what you have is all the systems that were under the Separatists, and all the systems that were under the Republic are now one. And they are all part of what is what we know as the Empire. And now you have uh, a rebellion against this empire but they have they they have they have some important people backing them that are strategically placed within the empire but not nearly access to the insane and i mean ludicrous amounts of money that the empire has to it. We're talking about, so, so if we want to compare it to what we know today, we know as the U S to have one of the strongest economies in the world. And, uh, you know, there are multiple other ones. There's, there's, uh, uh, the East trading, the, uh, EU, um, the Asian economies, like all these make up our world's economy. 
Now imagine hundreds and hundreds of systems of planets with similar economies to our own. And they are all pooling their money and resources towards this one singular goal, this one singular vision that is the vision of Emperor Palpatine. That is the vast might that the Empire has, monetarily wise. And you have this little group of ragtag rebellions who, I mean, granted, they do blow up the Death Star, and 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 that's another thing. How did not how did blowing up the Death Star not cripple the galactic imperial economy? I mean, well, granted, you know, again, they had access to hundreds of systems worth of uh, you know credits. Uh, we'll go with with their version of uh, of an economic standard. Um, so it might not have possibly hurt them as much as as much as we we think it. Uh, may have considering the vast amount of resources that the empire had but still the the rebellion should not be able to go up against the empire the the uh the the same way that uh the clone wars happened and they don't um you know they're more strategical uh, more surgical strikes. Like w when we're watching the movies, the the big, you know, players Vader, Sidious, uh, Luke, Leia, Han, like they're all dealing with with the high level stuff, like the high, uh, the the leaders of everything. They are they're the tip of the spear. Um, but then you have all these pockets of rebellion as, as you go down. Um, down the spear and you get layers upon layers of the rebellion um, which which are pocketed here and there so they could never fight a war of attrition uh, but we see how they're overpowered now fast forward to the new movies uh, I haven't seen The Last Jedi yet this is only Wednesday I will see it tomorrow and you can bet your butt that we'll be talking about it on Friday spoiler free of course um, but so you have the resistance versus the first order and the first order is, is the remnants of the empire because at this point, uh, second death star has been blown up. Uh, Sidious is dead. Uh, the new Republic is kind of taking shape and forming. So they're still kind of in shambles there and they're now known as the resistance, uh, resisting, the remnants of the empire, which again, the empire had huge, vast resources that the first order is now in charge of, um, might not have nearly as much money, uh, but you know, the, the imperial ideals and the imperial war machine are still intact. And one thing I actually read about the new movie, the last Jedi, um, there's going to be a battle that takes place on a planet called Crate. Uh, and if you've seen any of the trailers for it, you see, uh, you know, big new versions of AT-ATs going up against these weird little sand skimmers that kick up red sand. And the director uh, was doing an interview and he said he wants you to, he wants to show how underpowered the resistance actually is. 
um we thought the rebellion was underpowered you know just kind of like scraping up ships together the resistance is even more so considering that now uh after the events of uh the force awakens spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen that but pff, come on uh star killer base literally destroys the main republic planets i'm pretty sure coruscant was one of them if I recall right, but we're talking about the core planets of the Republic. We're talking about the center of the new government. <laughs> There's your, your economy's gone. It's done. Any remnants of a new government that you had is over. That's why the resistance is so like underpowered. Now you still have the first order. Who's who's, you, you know, they, they're taking house, or uh, they're taking refuge in all this old Imperial stuff. And the resistance is like, well, I guess we'll start over. And oh my gosh, we're, we're, we have no money. We have no money. We're taking up, uh, apparently from uh, something I, I heard, those sand skimmers are possibly Clone War era. Like that's, that's over 40, 50 years ago in, in the Star Wars world. That, that might be even more. That might be like, you know, a generation. Those things are old, and they're going up against brand new AT-ATs that, I don't know their new weapon designation yet, but those things are huge. They're armored. They've got more cannons. I don't They're dead. Um, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens in this new movie. But it just kind of, it, it, it just kind of, like, shows you if you take a step back and look at the scale of conflict between the three trilogies um it it, it just blows your mind like i i just love how they portray that you go from full-on war of attrition to massive uh economic powerhouse versus like what I mean, really, the the rebellion can also be known as terrorists because you know there were people in the empire who were like, yeah, we're under imperial rule, but we're fine. And then you know you got the rebellion who, uh, if you're one of those people who was fine within the empire, uh, they just destabilized your entire government. It's gone. And then you have the resistance versus the first order, uh, remnants of the empire versus a collapsed uh brand new democratic government that has just had its main economic powerhouses destroyed so uh it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens i i can't wait to see uh the last jedi to see how the story progresses to get more out of these wonderful wonderful movies that i'm super geeking out about but uh but I digress. Anyway, this has been The Morning Commute. Thank you guys for for hanging out, for listening to me ramble about a series that I love that has shaped my childhood and my adulthood still. Uh, but anyway, that's it for me, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This has been Mike's Morning Commute. And I will see you guys on Friday. May the Force be with you.